Lauren. Hey, girl. Hey. I I got up early this morning, so I've already had my two cups of coffee. Oh, geez. Usually I'm enjoying my second cup with you. Uh, right. And uh, yeah, normally I, I would have slept in a little bit, but um, there's a lot to do here in the um, X household this weekend. Um, Why is that? What's going on? Um, so as, as, as I mentioned last week, uh, my last week at my formerly current job is over after 13 years and Monday, I start my new job, which I get to work from home permanently with. That's so rad. So it was time to flip my home office a little bit and make it a, you know, make it a little more officey. A real office, sort a real, of a real office, like a real grown-up office. I'm a real boy now. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still have my, my my setup and stuff, but it was time to kind of move the room around a little bit. So I love I, that. I love rearranging. I, yeah, well, I I don't, but this one <laughs> this one seemed to make sense, and so now I have the desk under the window. I have. I love the desk under the window. Isn't that yeah, lovely? see, because this is all natural light I have here. Natural there you light. Go. Perfect. I don't Perfect. have to use my 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 what do you call it light? I only have light from guess which side? That side. This side. <laughs> my right. <laughs> Nobody else is getting this little point now. My right. Yep. You right. Yeah. You right. So yeah. So you know, um, there's a bed in here. So we kind of like adjusted where it went. So it gave me so much more room for. Activities. I can't see it. All I could see is the uh, pilot station for uh, Mandalorians. Yeah. Ship. Here. What was this ship see. called? The Razor Crest. Oh yeah 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 duh. Yeah, I'll show it to you a little later because it's still in shambles. And it's so anyway, go ahead. Keep describing it. Quite a mess. So I, I have the stand up desk in here now. So I have <gasps> kind of, um, I, you know, I like to live my life separation of church and state. Uh, <laughs> so basically, you know, it's the main reason why I carry two phones at work. So that way, like I had my personal phone, mm-hmm. and my work phone. So mm-hmm. the two never mix. So, yeah. you know, so this is kind of what the this new desk looks like. It's kind of has um uh church over here which is where i'm recording <laughs> and state over there which is my new workstation <laughs> at at the new company because they sent me uh two monitors on an articulating arm and a brand new macbook air or macbook Ooh. pro dude like i got hooked up i got this like mechanical keyboard that's got lights that turn on and things yeah yeah so um so yeah i i, I think uh I, when i was working on the office last night i'm like oh i'm gonna rechristen my office as the art hurt studios all right so, that sounds good you know since you know we kind of dropped the the branding of art hurts with with us i figured i can keep it living on with the new office what? so that so that way you won't have to see the razor crest you'll actually see what i have in the background and and i was even thinking of making a sign that said art hurt studios in lego nice so, nice nice <laughs> so i always yeah. thought about getting an on-air sign for outside my door Oh, dude, I I don't have an on-air one, but I have this lounge one that I think I might have even gotten when we lived together. That I don't remember it. It's 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 neon. No, it's just oh. a, a black box with uh, with um cl- you know it's got the uh, the lettering, and then when you turn it on, it like illuminates just the lettering. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so I have that one. So I figured, oh, okay, well I can use that one since I don't have an on on-air. I'll just say we're lounging, lounging. Nice. I like it. Um, so dude, this new company is going to be so freaking badass. <laughs> Can you say what it is now? Yes. I am going to work for a company called open drives. Okay. 
Um, the easiest way I can explain what this company does is they make ultra fast storage for entertainment companies like Disney, uh, Warner Brothers. Ooh, okay, okay. I mean, th- those are our biggest clients, like Disney, Warner Brothers, NBCU. Like we have all the big ones. You know, so, what pisses me off. What is that? All these big companies like this can they get this ultra fast storage and they, they get these top speed computers to do everything they want. Do you think they ever have to sit there and wait for something to buffer and load like I do at night when I'm trying to watch something streaming? Well, because my cable company fucking <laughs> sucks. Well, that's the beauty of the company that I'm going to go work for because they're the ones that came up with the technology for them to basically edit a movie, like say you're home, uh, you're editing a movie in real time to mm-hmm. data that's in the office. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like, and there could be multiple people working on that same project at the same time, somebody working on lighting, the other one working on editing. Sure. So it's super just ultra fast. It's really cool. Um, so yeah. And, and they're just very like cool and just chill people. Like my, like my welcome letter came with like an elephant that said, you know, have um, our friendly elephant help you walk you through the process. <laughs> and they wait, had- wait, wait. came with an elephant. Well, it came with a, a picture of an elephant on the on the document. Okay, okay, okay. Is, so is this like the paper clip that used to jump up on my computer and ask me if I needed help? Uh, no, it was just a, a picture of an elephant that said. Okay, you know, all right then. Okay, all right, go ahead. Uh, they had pictures of kitties. They had fist bumping. <laughs> um, the best part was that when I got my box of equipment, it came with stickers. Oh, fun! There was Rick and Morty stickers. Uh, there was Parks and Rec stickers. Oh, there was one of the worst. Oh my God, that's my favorite. I know I have that mine mug. too. I, that's you, awesome. I wrote the guy um, who runs the uh, the internal IT department and was like, "I feel like you guys were just like sneaking onto my Hulu and 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 seeing what I watch." Oh, Bob's Burgers stickers too. Yes, stickers of pizza. I'm like, all right, these guys are like stalking me at this point. That's pretty cool. Did yeah, they say, yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yes, we, we already have your computer to monitor. We're watching everything you're doing. And we gross. already know your likes and your dislikes. Yeah, and, and, and you're gross. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's 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 fun, exciting, um, a little nerve wracking, obviously, since, uh, you know, after 13 years at this place and, you know, doing IT since 2002, I'm kind of having to start over again. Yeah, a little bit. So, you know, it's 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 intimidating a little right, bit. You get to do it from home. But I get to do it from home. I have this amazing setup here at the Art Hurt Studios. Haha, <laughs> see, plug, plug. Um, and yeah, it's it's exciting. I'm I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I just have to um, clean up this room, and we uh, we got a different uh, frame for this bed, so that way, like, it'll sit up so we can store stuff under it. We're flipping um, my daughter's room a little bit too, so she took my old desk that I used to sit on sit at over there. And um, we put that in her room. So we're just kind of flipping things around and, uh, you know, making things new. I might even sage this room before. before I like Monday. that. I, was, I just like, I just like, I like rearranging. I like making it new. It's freshening, freshening up. Yeah, it definitely feels that. Usually this isn't my jam to rearrange and stuff, but this feels good. And it gives me a lot more room for activities. I, I feel like I could be one of those professional organizing people. Oh, and you can have your own like you um, uh, Netflix special or whatever. Yeah, I mean, like my closet was color coded and color organized, and I already folded my shirts like they taught me. Like I've been doing it for years. <laughs> I my still, shirts, I still what? technically fold my my shirts like I used to do at Chess King. Okay, so I I fold them like I learned at Sweats and Surf, but the way I put them in the drawers now, 
Uh-huh. I'll fold them like that, but I actually fold them in however size my drawer is so they can stand up and they're lined up. So when Josh opens his drawer, you can see every one of his T-shirts just stacked. So he can see all the designs like oh. an inch of them sticking up. You know what I mean? Instead of laying on top of each other. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. I like that. Uh, oh, my gosh. You should see <laughs> this drawer I have that has all my tank tops, like colored tank tops like to wear under stuff. Uh-huh. You open it up and it's like, rainbow color folded exactly the same beginning <laughs> to end bam I, I i'm surprised that that hasn't made it onto your tiki talky yet i didn't know it was a thing because i've been doing it since i was a kid so like when my mom or people would like okay like a teenager when i say a kid because when my mom would borrow my clothes or whatever um i knew when she borrowed it because she wouldn't put it back and she didn't figure <laughs> out that it was color coordinated and she just put it back wherever <laughs> terrible just terrible so yeah i like that i didn't realize it was a thing that's but so I, funny. I have gotten some tips from some of those shows. Just just some of the, as far as some of the containers and things that they use. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like recently I, I pulled, I reorganized under the bathroom sink, pulled everything out, put them all in these plastic, um, tr- like trays almost that are a couple inches and organized them by, this is like medical stuff. This is cleaning stuff. This is extras. And then like, so you just, slide them out and you can reach everything and yeah. I, I don't know why i just realized this but you're my mom <laughs> well it's funny because i've always said that i'm a little ocd a little anal attentive but it's some things and not everything right it's like it's... there's some stuff i just don't give a shit about but like you know i'll, I'll use a pen till it runs out of ink you know because yeah. it's like that's my fucking pen <laughs> <laughs> i don't lose it i'm gonna use it all the way anyway yeah that's my pen so, yeah, as far as, like, my storage goes, except for the kitchen cabinets, those are kind of a mess. But um, everything else is, like, usually by color or by... It's funny. It sounds like anything that's solely yours, you're more anal retentive about. Well, yeah. Well, no, because under the sink is both of ours. B- both of yours. But, I, but not I, you, you. Like, your well, clothes... No, no, his clothes are organized, too. And folded and color corded and so are mine because I'm the one that puts them away. I, I was gonna say because oh, you put them is away. he the one doing it? The organizing, organizing. Right. Is that what you ask? Oh no 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 no. This I thought you were saying you. I only organize my stuff. Uh, no, it's 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 you're the only one who's doing the organizing. Oh yeah, no, he doesn't do it. No 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 no. no. The side of his night his night no. table drives me nuts. I can go over there right now and pick up at least three four things that just could go in the trash. I don't know why they're there, like receipts and <laughs> shit like that. You know, it's yeah. like. Why is this sitting here? Because you, you never know, man. I'm about to throw it away. Anyway. <laughs> I'll, like, I'll open the drawer sometimes and just do one of those, like, clean sweep and just dump everything in the drawer. So uh, I don't have to see it and let him yeah. deal with it later. <laughs> you, uh, your magic drawer is full. You should probably clean it, clean it out. <laughs> or not. I don't care. I'm just going to keep shoving shit in there. <laughs> and, until I can't. Until I can't. But I can really organize other people's shit. Because other people's shit is fascinating to me. That's interesting. I, I don't want to go. I don't want to go clean out your hoard, but I will help you organize. Right, those those pack rat people. But that's a that's a horse of a different color. Right. Like nobody nobody should have to deal with that. Right. Oh my god, my latest TV addiction. Uh huh. I have been binging the shit out of sixty days in. Sixty. Oh, okay. All right. On any on any. Uh-huh. There's at least eight seasons of this, seven or eight seasons of this already. I know it's been on for a while. I just never tapped into it. It's where they take 
people, normal people who have never been to jail and they put them in jail undercover for 60 days. Yeah. Most of the staff doesn't even know they're there. And my when I first saw it and, you know, over the last couple of years, I was like, well, I don't need a show to tell me how corrupt our prison system is. We know that already. Yeah. But, but what one of my friends said to me was, no, no, no. It's about the guys that think it's going to be a cakewalk. Yep. There was I, I've only seen <laughs> one. Like, Good point. Go ahead. I only seen one season. And was it I the think, first season. No, I think it was it was there's only there was only like one on Netflix. OK. And like I, I after that, I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then I saw that they only had the one season. So I don't know if they like. It's on Hulu. Maybe it was Hulu. Maybe Hulu's got like all eight seasons right now. Okay, I, that I don't. That I didn't see. Here, let me look on, because you know I'm in front of my computer. So yeah, yeah, I started with the first season, and it started in Clark County Jail in Indiana, and they had a new sheriff from town. And basically, when he, he got the prison, it was a really bad prison, known for drugs inside and a lot of shit going down. And he wanted to clean it up, and he goes. The best way to do it is to send some people undercover. He goes, I can't send cops in there. They'll get snitched out. I can't send, you know. Yeah. So he just decided to partic- you know, get together. He got any, I don't know how, who approached who. But they did first two seasons they filmed before it even aired. So it was like, you know, before anybody so got on. Yeah. And then at the end, he ended up telling his staff what happened. And they showed you all the changes they made because of a lot of these people's input. And I thought that was great. And what I loved was that the people volunteering to go into jail were like cops, ex-cops. Like the first season had a had a woman that was a, a police officer for 21 years. And after the season, she retired because she's like, I don't want to be responsible for sending people back to jail. That wow. place is horrible. And then there was like a, a you know, a, a social worker and um, a guy who was an ex-Marine who wanted to become a DEA and goes, this is a good have on my resume because nobody's ever done something like this kind of stuff, you know? So, yeah. and there was people who were like, uh, I was a correction. What second season had a woman that was a corrections officer and worked in a jail. I'm like, Oh, this is great. You know? So she was good. Cause she knew the lingo. She knew what the, to, what to expect really, you know, yeah. where most people don't, but it's just fucking fascinating. Oh my God. The first season has this douchebag named Robert. This guy's a teacher who's like, oh yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be so easy. It's going to be like a two month vacation. I can't wait to just sit back, sit back and kick my heels up. The first day he walked in and he's dragging his shit in there and he, and he looks at the TV and goes, hey, is this thing get the NFL network? Are you kidding me? No. And the inmates are like, what that motherfucker said? You know, yeah, and it like- was like, and they give them cover stories before they go in and they tell them and they give them training. Don't right. do this. Don't fucking call somebody a bitch because that's automatic hands on, you know, and right. it's like keep and, your cover and you have to know your cover stories and assure shit. Every time they walk in there, they're like, what'd you hear? What you in for? Where are you from? What'd you do? You know, they yep. get and one interrogated. Of the, one of the, yeah. One of the chicks said that she goes and she straight up said to them, what are you interrogating me? Are you a cop? And I was like, oh, that was a good reply. Yeah, <laughs> but it, yeah, it was. It, and, you know, the guys that don't make it they like tap out the first couple of days and shit it's it's fucking fascinating so yeah i i watched the first season i, I binged the shit out of the second <laughs> season in like the last two days so now i'm found, excited because it's going to a new jail so i found i found the season i watched it is on netflix it's season five okay I've and there. and so i'm trying to you know it's funny i'm trying to remember so there was other you there was the whole season it was only like uh, 10 episodes and with an 11th like okay like, yeah yeah it's about right together. so it it was interesting because now like i'm looking at the pictures going okay let me see here so one guy was a cop about how many people did they have one two three four five. um so they had three girls that i remember 
I think it was like three dudes, I think. Okay, because like the first two seasons I watched, I think started out with like seven or eight participants, maybe right? Four, four but dudes. I saw one season coming up where they got like 17 people in there. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Okay, yeah, no, <laughs> that this was not that. Okay, this, okay. This this was one, uh, singular to one um, prison and one guy was a cop. Uh, one guy was like that one that you explained where he's like, yeah, this is going to be interesting. Okay, so it seems like they always kind of get the same cast. Kind of thing. Uh, there was one ex-convict, mm. which was extremely interesting because he had changed his life. He, you know, found Jesus and, you know, had, had you know, went more into speaking about his experiences mm. and, and went positive and then ends up back in this situation. And guess what? He went right back to his old ways. Well, you know, he I mean, had, the prison ways like having he had a, to he basically had to front to, you know, to. Yeah. And he knew how to cover and he knew how to front. So the problem is, is that like shit was get way like, too involved. got way too involved. <laughs> and shit was like, like riding on bicycle and had one of these guys that was like getting a little way too involved because he wouldn't want to tell the camera crew what was going on. He goes, I got to be I got to show where I'm loyal. It's like, yep. Are you loyal to your cellmates or this program? Yeah. The the one big fuck up on this season was that there was a cop who ended up getting a little too involved and then ended up confessing to one of the cops inside that he was a cop. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And then all shit broke loose. And but it's interesting. I don't know if the one at the season that you watched, like the the real inmates um, on this season, they basically knew who they were. You know, they'll they'll make the girls, especially the girls, especially were like, I bet you they cops, they cops, they cops, they cops. (laughs) Well, it's funny because um, the the season I just watched, I'm trying to remember. There's some guys, these little white guys that come in, these skinny little white guys with the nice clean haircuts and shit that as soon as they walk in the door, every time they're going, that's a plant, that's a cop. And they go sniff them out. Right. You know, man, me. Most of the brothers that come in. They leave, you know, they don't get treated like that. The one, the one, the second season has this guy was a cop. Like this guy looks like he could have been a professional wrestler. This guy, guy looks like he's fucking huge, big black brother, bald hair, but he's been a cop for like 30 fucking years. Right. Oh, geez. Just deadpan. And they're interviewing <laughs> him before he goes in. He goes, I probably arrested, put more than a thousand people. And they're like, that's a lot of people. And he goes, it was a long career. <laughs> and it was like, you know. He did a good job in jail, obviously, but I mean, he, there was this one point where there was um, a car chase on the TV in jail, and huh. all the inmates are all rooting for the guy, you know, in the car, and he's going, "Don't root for the cop, don't root for the cop," you know. <laughs> <laughs> on season two, one of the like one of the women was the next corrections officer. One of the women was the wife of the guy, a guy who was in season one, which was really interesting. And one of the women went in because her daughter's been in jail and she's has ten year sentence. And she just wanted to see what her daughter was like. She had no trust of cops, whatever. And she went in, but she was older and she, you know, became them like mom type thing. But she also wouldn't take shit from people either. And she, you know, mouthed off to some of these girls and shit. But as the day, as soon as she left and she left before the other two girl plants left. And as soon as she walked out the door, the rest of them were like, she's a plant. And the other girls were surprised because they'd never heard anybody mention it before. Uh-huh. And they've gotten, you know, one of the other girls who was left in got in pretty good with these girls and figured out how they were smuggling drugs in and shit like that. Oh, damn. And says so she was the XCO. So she went in there and she like had a goal, like, I'm going to find out what they're doing. And at first, like the first half of the time, she was like, 
these bitches, I'm losing my mind in here. These bitches are driving me nuts. What the fuck did I sign up for? And then she was like going nuts. And then her husband kind of, they get those visits from their family. And the husband's like, hey, remember while you're here? And she's like, yeah, you know, and she, and then she decided I'm going to go in. I'm going to play. I, she used her, her charm and her comedy and her humor and that she was older to kind of win the, all the druggy girls in and kind of be their moms and shit. And they let her in the circle and shit. And they were doing the tattoos and she found out how they were smuggling drugs in. One of the girls had a cell phone. One of her boyfriends was in the jail, but he was one of the trustees that was doing laundry. So he was smuggling drugs into her through her laundry. Oh, wow. Okay. It was interesting because there was a girl that came into the jail the last like couple of days that the inmate, the plants were there and she was super quiet, keeping herself and everybody was all sus. Like why she was there. She wouldn't talk to anybody. So they went into her room and they found her paperwork and found out that she was there for a child endangerment charge on a child less than six months old. Yeah. And it said that like the kid had like broken ribs and stuff like that. So everybody's like, fucking baby abuser and like getting all pissed at her right yeah and we're like shoot you better leave you better fucking ring that bell and ask if you can fucking leave because even the girls that were in were like oh that ain't right blah 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 and the mom one who was a plant like hold up and she pulled the girl in and goes i'm gonna hear her side of the story and the girl said it was an accident the baby was having a seizure and my husband my husband tried to give her cpr and accidentally you know bruised her ribs whatever and my lawyer told me not to talk about it because it's a serious charge and i can't tell anybody da, da, da. so she was like okay you know and told the other girls and they were like i don't believe her so half of them didn't believe her story of course and well you know you don't know and still yeah. wanted her to leave I, I wouldn't trust anybody's fucking story on the inside but then all of a sudden all the druggy girls are like no nah, it's cool you can stay here, have some food. And all the plant girls are like, what the fuck up with what? We were all on the same team on this bitch. Oh, what the fuck? And then when one of the plants who was the mom went to find out what's up, she goes, we're getting a shipment of drugs in tonight and we don't want the guards. We don't want anything sus. So like, just let her stay. Let her be cool till we get our drugs in and then whatever, you know. Then who gives Dang. a shit? Yep. Yeah. I'm, I love this fucking show now. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I, the one that one, the one season, like I binged the shit out of it because I, I was so enthralled by it. You um, have to go back then and watch the first season because Robert is the biggest douchebag fucking ever. Oh, uh, so so we'll, we'll switch. We'll switch. So I'll watch season one and you watch the season that's I got, on Netflix. I can't jump ahead. I'm already. I don't I'm on, I don't think it's it's chronological. I'm going to be honest. Well, with no, you. it kind of is because the first two were in the same prison and then they revealed everything that's going on. And I know the next two are in the same prison. I'll look if season five is, a, is on its own prison. Then I'll do that. I think it's on its own prison because I, I feel I don't know why it's the only episode that's on Netflix, but it seemed very Season, net, yeah. net, Netflix centric. I don't know why Netflix does that. It's like, here, here's enjoy the show. Seasons five and six. It's like, huh? Like yeah. the challenge. MTV's up there right now. It's like, uh, that's random. Yeah, here's a taste, but if you want to watch the rest, you got to pay for A&E Because like, I whatever. know seasons one and two, same criminals are in jail because they filmed them like back to back. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was like the, in the men's, it was the same, some of the same criminals in there for sure. I, I didn't get the impression that this was a callback. Okay. With the Netflix one. Um, but it, yeah, it's funny you bring this up because like there was the, like, I, I think I binged it in like days because I was like, this is interesting as uh -huh. fuck. I don't know why I'm so in, intrigued yeah. by this, but it's just interesting. You want to see who's fucking up and who's getting in deep and who's in what? It's always something next. Oh my God. Season two had a sewage pipe break. Ugh. And uh, and the it the shit was coming up through the drains. Oh, 
Yeah, they had to like move all these prisoners. All they had to shut down the water. Oh my god, it was horrific. It's it's interesting how there's a different. It's just you know as much as they have their rules that are set on them by the by the state federal law whatever like it's so interesting to see that they have their own little like inside laws and inside things that you can say and can do like the prisoners themselves you know the trading and the debt and all that shit just everything even even just even just like the one i watched um was very um gang centric depending on what your ethnicity was oh okay and there was almost a race riot in one, in one season I watched, but that was the, they came close, but that was it. Okay. Yeah. This one. So there was like this one guy who was kind of like, he was mixed. So like he was kind of getting like, What's that at, like? <laughs> right. Yeah. Basically. And he, you know, he came in and was like, I don't give a shit about this, but you know, they're like, you need to give a shit about this. You need to pick a side and stick to it. So Dang. it's, it's very interesting that like, you know, like this one had a big um, Aryan group in it. I forgot what the name mm. of the group was. So mm. it was a very, you know, but it's interesting because you had these segregated groups Clicks. Of, mm-hmm. of Mexicans, blacks, um, white people, but yet they still had to live together, live together and work together. So they always had like one guy who was in charge. And if there was beef or like two dudes were Pod beefing, boss. right. So the, if were they, they were called pods in the one you watched too, mine was they were called pods and everybody had there's like a pod boss. I, I don't remember it being called a pod, but but there was definitely a boss. And, you know, there was times where it's like, look, y- y'all need to you know, if there was like a, a white dude and a black dude who needed to figure shit out, they'd go up to like one of the um cells. One of the cells and mm-hmm. just duke it out until they were done. You know, yeah, until they, they squashed it. There was the, the one I watched. The problem was once you got in is a free for all find mm. your place yeah and it was like so it was a, it was a hierarchy the guys who've been there longer got the cells the guy who weren't got stuck in the day room or on a bunk or on the fucking floor yeah. and yeah and and they're like and then like the bathrooms were only in the back of the cells so if you didn't get a room you basically had to go through somebody else's room to go to the bathroom so all these homies like nah they're like dude i didn't have a place to shit for like two days you know there's right. one one brother and went in he's like no nah, fuck that and he goes and the whole time he goes in the shower while the guy's sleeping, he's like, I'm not going to let somebody tell me when I can take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> like, and oh. like, oh, I didn't know it was you, bro. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> but it, um, it, it's funny. I almost feel like we should do a special like uh, like a like a, a special on just like I'm watching these seasons on watching these seasons because like there's just so much. They're so good. It's so intriguing. Like uh, it is. So, like, what I like about it is, so anyway, like, what I was saying is when in these pods, the what season I watched, there were no rules. Once you got in there, it was like the whole world, you know, their own world, and they were all controlling yep. everything. The guards yep. were rarely present. You rarely ever even saw them walk into the room. From what I understand, they're on the, another side of glass where they could see shit. But the, in this one, they barely ever walked in the room. So oh, after the people gave them their feedback and stuff like that. When they talked about the changes they made, they're like, well, one of the, first of all, we have a way better camera system. We can control it. We can see what's going on everywhere. Their old system used to just flash through like the cameras anyway. But what they're like, one of the things we changed is we assigned bunks now and rooms. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like, now it's like, that was smart. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's, that, that's, that's the prison. The, the, I think it was called penal P I N A L uh-huh. was where it was at. Something like that. Um, but they had assigned rooms per that. Mean, you know. Yeah, because this other one was like, like they open the door and throw you in there. They're like, good luck. 
Nope. And I was like, there's there's this one brother's like, I'm just going to camp out under these stairs. And then all the white guys just kept running up and down the stairs the whole fucking time <laughs> until he moved. It was like, oh, my God. It's it's the it, the most interesting, petty, um, fascinating the side is always much more mellow, I think. Like, yes, there's I've seen some fights go down for sure. But there's a lot less people. The one, the first two seasons I watched, there were probably twice as many guys in there. So, you know, I mean, yeah. they're just fucking everywhere. And the girls, it's a little nicer. It's a little more homey, I guess. Well, I the, the girls I ended up having to, to to watch, like there was one inmate who was thieving. She was stealing oh. from the oh, other no. ones. So, oh, yeah. no, that doesn't yeah. go down. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's such an interesting show with just like a, it's it's its own little nation its own little country its own little like sovereignty in the prison system and i love when on the reunions the ones that didn't know each other was in the program you realize it that's always fun and then there's always the ones that figure it out when they're inside it's usually always the chicks i don't haven't seen any guys figure it out yet there was one guy uh in the season i saw that lasted days and he was a private investigator Oh. but came in there all like super cocky and uh, la- lasted days and he was fucking out. Like, there's this one guy on the one season I watched. He didn't even in the first season I watched, they just put him straight in the pods. In the second season I watched, they treat him more like a prisoner with like, well, you got to spend a day first in what we call classification until we figure out where you go. And then you go somewhere else, and then you go in your pod. Uh, this guy was puking the whole time he was in classification and the other plants go thought, he was a junkie and coming off heroin and stuff like that. Oh, <laughs> damn. Like, Dude, that guy's coming down on something, you know? <laughs> and he ended up tapping out the next morning. He didn't even get placed in a pod because he just kept fucking throwing up. So where did where did they put him? Just like kind of in his own like little like. No, you're done. He tapped out of the program. Like, oh, okay, he tapped you're, out you're of the out. program. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Got it. Yeah. He didn't even get He's like, no, I got it. You know? Yeah, no, I'm piecing out. <laughs> yep. It's like, dang, you didn't even get in there. And he wanted to go in because his brother had spent four months in jail and he said when his brother came out he was never the same and he wanted to understand more and it's like he didn't even he didn't even make it like past a day yeah so so much for you understanding and there were these two guys one in season one and one in season two that tapped out within a couple of days and the first guy he's like a mall security guy like typical mall security guys like i want to go in there because i want to be a corrections officer and i want to learn like paul, paul blart basically he got attacked by a psychopath on day two who thought the television was telling him that he was a child molester. So he attacked him like sucker punch, attacked him. <laughs> Shit. And then on the second season, the, one of the guys who tapped out way early, it's like as soon as he walked in, they're like, what's your name, boy? And they're like, he's like, Brian, he's like, hey, Brian. And they were just like fucking with him and, he's, and they could tell he didn't like it. So like the guys would come up next to him and like try and cuddle him in his sleep and drop their pants and shit or sit next to him and just start touching him on his face. It's like, oh my God. And then like they started saying shit like, wait till lights out, boy. You know, it's like, oh, oh my God. He ended up tapping out. He's like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> I'm protecting my booty hole. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Ugh. I love this show. <laughs> I'm bummed at myself for not getting in earlier. Right? I had no idea. I mean, I, I remember seeing commercials for it, but never kind yeah, of like totally. I was like, like eh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But exactly. It's like, I was <gasps> like, yeah, I don't need to know our system shitty, but but it's so much more than that. Yeah. Like it's, it's these people <laughs> so and like much more. There's another one I just binge watched on Netflix called The Circle. 
It's been on there for a while. I ignored it because it looked dumb. Uh-huh. And it's only one season. It's basically, it's a re- like a reality game show. They take these participants and they're putting them all in a, like an apartment building, but they're all in their own apartments by themselves. And the only way they can communicate is via social media, but it's their own enclosed. It's not like they're on Facebook talking to yeah. everybody else. It's called The Circle. And okay. they can only chat with each other and play games with each other. And every week somebody gets kicked out and your goal is to basically win over the most friends, become an influencer and last till the end and you win $100,000. Well, some people are catfishes. And some people aren't. So you're uh, t- they're trying to figure out who's catfishing and who's real and who's not because they can only interact through their social media, like typing text, basically. Yeah. Um, no videos, but they can put up pictures, but you can put up anybody's fucking pictures. Right. Google. And I thought it I thought it was dumb, but it was my husband and I said it was cast really well. These people have to be entertaining in an apartment by themselves the whole time. So they're just really charismatic people and people that you kind of get invested in. So interesting. We binge watched the shit out of that and it was good because was, was, like, was that a in a, a, a one net- season on Netflix. So it was a Netflix centric thing or. Yeah, was it- yes, exactly. Okay. Um, but it looks like Netflix is I, I don't know if that's if it came from or they bought it, but it's oh, only on okay. Netflix, let's say. Um, but I I, there's. The only one season so far, and like I said, it's been on there for a while. It was, you know, a couple. I'm like, that's funny, kid. They could easily do the show in quarantine still. Um, <laughs> but there's other yeah. countries. There's the Circle Brazil and the Circle one other country too. Anyway, I'm like, now nah, I'm not reading subtitles. <laughs> yeah, but it was fascinating. It was like I said, it was just the people that you ended up backing, and the ones that you knew were catfishes, and the other people talking. It's pretty hilarious. I mean, I mean, it's genius because like, if if you want to be at the end. Probably the easiest thing to do is pretend you're a girl because, you know, you would think you would think. Right. But can you can you pull it off the whole time? I mean, if I have to shave my my legs. Well, no, 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 because nobody can see you in real life. You're just portraying an image online. Right. But if I need pictures of legs quick, I mean, you know, well, I'll tell you right now, (laughs) one of the guys goes in there as his girlfriend. Oh, his girlfriend's pictures. I'm like, well, that's kind of brilliant because you know everything about her life already. Right. But there's also times where he would be in a girl chat and let's say they were talking about, you know, their monthly visit. And he's like, oh, uh, and it's like heavy. I have no idea. OK, bye. Yeah, it was like the <laughs> things he said. You're like, oh, my God, that is fucking hilarious. And his reaction. It's so funny because these people will be chatting with people and they're like, oh, my God, this guy's a total douchebag message. <laughs> LOL. You're super cute. Winky face, heart, smiley. Sin. You know, it's like. <laughs> even though that's not what you just said you know yeah it's so you know everybody's it's interesting it's crying emoji (laughs) yeah 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 and then like when somebody gets booted off they get to go confront one they get to go visit one person in real life from Uh, the from oh really but they don't know who they're like so so and so who just got blocked is coming to one of your apartments right now and they're all like oh shit you know who walks up what and then they get to leave a video message when they get booted out it starts with their picture and then shows the real them. So then once they get booted out, you're like, oh, that really was them. Or, oh, shit, that wasn't really them. Or that was a dude. Yeah. <laughs> but I sent it. I sent her dick pics. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like a lot of these because they're all cute and they're young. A lot of them go in there with the flirty game, you know? Yeah. But then like they give them games and activities and shit like that to do, too. That's kind of fun. We're like, they all have to play together and shit like that kind of funny social experiments mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's called the circle the circle hey maybe we should get around to talking about that movie we watched this week well it, it's funny because all right 45 minutes 
I, I I'm gonna time this. Um, so first forty five. We talked. I was about gonna say yeah, it's a good thing stuff. we talked about other stuff because. There's not a whole lot about this movie we could talk about without getting into spoilers. You know, I was I, I, watching this. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to talk about this movie. Um, you just can't. And it's funny because I feel like we've said that numerous times now. But this movie is basically the premise is 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 a big one big spoiler. Yeah. So, so well, let's get into. Oh, we haven't even played the theme yet, have we? Uh, no, let's 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 play that music. Let's do that. <laughs> Yo, it's the Goody Squad. What up? Hey, girl, hey. Uh, X and Chiba in the house for the Goody Squad, episode 97. 97. Welcome back. Today, uh, we're finally getting around to talking about the movie, The One I Love. Uh, it's on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> So, so uh, just so you people know, um, or you're, I guess if you're already gotten this far, it doesn't matter. But um, 45 minutes in is when we start talking about this movie. 45. <laughs> <laughs> um, I came across this movie. Uh, there's some guy I follow on TikTok, and he'll does he, he does super quick movie reviews, and he's like, oh, there's this one, and uh, you know, it's without giving away, because like I said, he'll review sure. five movies in one TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and all this one said he was he was listing a bunch, which he said. Fell under the mind fuck category. Yes. Absolutely. And said, um, this one on Netflix, it's called The One I Love. Just go watch it without really knowing much. But here's what we can tell you so far. Uh, it came out in 2014, which was quite a long time ago now. Yeah, I, I, I had no idea this movie came out so long ago. I was like, holy shit. It stars Mike du Mark Duplass and Elizabeth Moss. M Elizabeth Moss, you would know from The Handmaid's Tale. She was in Us. She played the neighbor next door. She I was in she, the movie The Invisible Man recently, which was all right. And I think she was in, wasn't she on um, that one show? Um, the, the marketing show. What was the name of that show? Holy crap. <laughs> A marketing show? I, I, I think they were like, it, it was dude-centric. It was a, a period piece. Mad Men. Mad Men. There you go. I never wow. watched it. Okay, I, yeah, didn't, I didn't either, but I, but, but I think she was on that. Yeah, um, I did not know that. I only know her from Handmaid's Tale, and I don't watch that, but I've heard about it. I've heard it's very stressful. Yeah, I don't need stressful in my life. That's kind of why I decided <laughs> not to watch that. Uh, Mark Duplass, you might, and I'm not forgive me if I'm not saying his name right. You might, I know him from the League. He's one of the characters in the League. He was also on the Mindy Show, which yes. I forgot. I watched first season about that show and I forgot. Oh yeah, he is from that. Yeah, he is from that. That that's where I think I've I've seen him mostly in was that. Although he's he's one of those characters that kind of like shows up in stuff really quick. You know, in the uh, league, it's kind of funny. It's all these guys in our football league together, but they're all comedians. It's like Nick Nick Kroll and like um, there's another guy on there, bald guy who's a comedian. I can't remember his name. Um, and this guy, and they're all. It's just a group of guys. They're mostly pretty douchey, and it's kind of funny. Uh, um, Ted Danson is also in this movie. There's three actors in the whole movie. I thought that was quite fascinating. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yes. So so the movie description. Um, is very brief and doesn't really give you a lot, but it says a troubled couple vacate a beautiful getaway, but bizarre circumstances further complicate their situation. 
Yeah. So um, Mark plays Ethan. Elizabeth plays Sophie. Ted Danson is their therapist. We meet them um, as they're uh, talking to their therapist. Their marriage is in trouble. Yep. Uh, We know that Ethan cheated on Sophie. Mm -hmm. We know that their marriage isn't quite what it was when they first met. But, you know, whose is? (laughs) They working on it. I mean. So they're they're working, they're working on, on their marriage and um uh, therapist Ted says look finally look here just I, I have this place you get this retreat to go to go here yeah it'll it's, help it'll help it's helped other people before blah 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 yeah so you're so, like all right so so it, it's funny because at this point I'm watching this movie and going because I I didn't all I did was just see the the movie description I didn't like watch a trailer or anything I just kind of went in cold and I'm like. Oh man, Chiba gave us a depressing ass movie to watch. God damn it! <laughs> you know, because I'm I'm like, I, I literally you. I literally watched this last night um, mm-hmm. while I was setting up the office. So I was kind of like, what what, what am I watching? And but you weren't thinking up... that for long. No. I was gonna say, so I husband and I watched it about a week ago, and then I actually just watched it again. This I wanted to refresh it and didn't get a chance to watch it last night, so I just watched it this morning. And it's funny because okay. one and my and I sent it to Dad, so he actually has already watched it too, so he can listen to the whole thing today. Yay! So the, um, the one thing that I I, I caught on quick and, and was comparing it to, in a matter of speaking, in the kind of genre of movie it is, I would say that if like you liked Eternal Sunshine, or being John Malkovich, it's in that kind of okay, yeah realm of movie all right I'll give you that. that that's kind of or um adaptation so even. basically see sophie and ethan get to the cab and they seem to be having a good time and we're only about five minutes five minutes into this movie by six minutes into this movie you find yourself going huh and then by eight minutes into this movie you're like ah oh. <laughs> holy shit <laughs> um i'm gonna tell you some more stuff i found out about the movie though before we get into it so like I said, the fa- I was fascinated by there's only three people in the whole fucking movie. <laughs> I love that. It, it, it's only an hour and a half long, I think. Yeah. It's not 90. It's 91 minutes. That's not too much of a commitment. No. Mm-mm. So I'm like, how did Ted Danson get in this movie? Well, it was directed, uh-huh. by, it was directed by a guy named Charlie McDowell, who happens uh-huh. to be Ted Danson's stepson. Yep. He is the son of uh, Ted's wife, Mary Steenburgen and Malcolm McDowell when they were married. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so that's how Ted got to be in it. And then check this out. It was filmed over like 15 days at Ted and Mary's house. That was Ted and Mary's house. So if you ever want to know what their house looks like, um, either watch this movie or watch um, uh, Ted Danson and Mary Steenburgen's guest house brims with charm is apparently where this, where like their house and the guest house show up in. So, yeah, if you ever want to see what, how Ted lives, this is how they live. <laughs> that is so funny. So, yeah, when they get there, um, Ethan goes exploring the grounds. It's a beautiful house. And then he goes and he sees that there's um, something called the coop, which is a smaller house and then uh, a guest house. Yeah. Um, so he just kind of goes exploring around in, in the grounds and, and whatever. Um, what else was I going to say before? Oh, total limited release in the U.S. It was only released in eight theaters in 2014 so that's probably why we never heard about it okay um yeah it literally uh, like only gross like i only made like it didn't even make a million dollars i made like in the 500s i you know it's funny i think that if they would have done some i don't know marketing or something (laughs) uh, you know because the fact that you and i have not heard of this movie up until a hot second ago um some dude on tiktok 
some some ticky tucky guy. Um, it, there there is one uh, fact I found out about, um, which doesn't spoil anything, but it is kind of a interesting like oh is if you look at the the movie poster, which is what I uh, put on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Look look at the the oh, two the actors reflection. and then look at the reflection of the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, there is something different about it. Mm-hmm. So just uh, yeah, just look at that and see if you can be like, oh, okay, something something's off here. Something's mm-hmm. very uh, very interesting here. It was also um, interesting. I found that it was produced by the Duplis brothers, which is Mark and his brother have a production company. So even though it didn't make a whole lot of money, everybody it was like a family production. Everybody was in on it. Oh, so check this out. So. We know that Mark and Elizabeth and Ted were the three actors. Uh-huh. Mary Steenburgen was his mom's voice because we heard some other voices via phone right. in the movie. Oh, so Mary right. Steenburgen okay. was his mom. And then the director was also one of the voices himself. Man, they kept it like high and tight, man. I say, well, shit, I was going to say, the production then, it probably didn't cost much money if the family was in it and they shot it at his family's house. The only, the only place I can see where it probably would have cost money to film. Editing. Oh, the special no, effects. no. Was that was that the diner? Because you're shooting somewhere else. I you, so remember they, they 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 basically like find out what's going on and then kind of leave to this diner to kind of mm-hmm. like talk it out. Mm-hmm. That's the only place I can think that would have been one on a different location and two had other actors in it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That's but true. other than that, like the rest of the movie is just that mostly just them two. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ted, Ted he's gone in the first day you know, in five minutes and we see pictures of him later on, but yeah, that's it. Um, oh, let's see. What else can I tell you first? Rotten tomatoes gave it an 81% fresh. Okay. Um, New York times praised the writing. I, I agree. Cause it was, gave me something new. I wasn't expecting. I thought it was one thing went somewhere else, which is interesting that they're praising the writing because um, one of the facts that I did find about this was that um, the script was basically a 50 page document mm-hmm. of the entire movie. So scene beats, everything, locations. The one thing that wasn't in there was the actual dialogue of the film where uh, most of the dialogue in the film was actually improvised. Really? There were certain certain scenes where um, certain things they- had to come out certain things had to come out and then so the the um the writer would be like you know like kind of prep them the night before or whatever but for the Uh most part like it was mostly improvised wow so that's even i I do find that fascinating yeah so that's even crazier that like they just kind of like you know did this relationship (laughs) off the whim you know now we talked earlier last time about giving our rating before we go into spoilers but no Let's save it till the end. So they have to come back anyway. Save it to the end because I'm not even sure yet. Okay, good. Well, I'm, I'm not uh, even let's, sure yet. Let's get into it then. So uh, let's uh, play that spoiler sound. Here's, here's right. your, uh, your warning spoilers after this point. There you go. <laughs> I love our spoiler, our, our interlude music. Thank you, Monty Python. Thank you. We'll probably have to drop that if anybody pays us for our show eventually. But until then, until okay. then, we'll at that <laughs> point we'll just spend money to make someone record a similar facsimile version of that. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, welcome back. We are talking about the film, the 2014 film, The One I Love, starring Mark Duplass and Elizabeth Moss, currently on Netflix. Up until this point, we've given you what we thought generically so far, but now we got to get into the spoilers. What the <laughs> fuck, man? What the fuck? So, like I said, pretty much the movie goes weird about six minutes, six, eight minutes into it. Um, so Ethan and Sophie are at this retreat house, uh, suggested by their counselor. Uh, we don't even know his name. He's just played by Ted Danson. He kind of made them do some weird things in, in their, in their, uh, initial conversations. They hit the piano thing, yeah. the piano keys thing I thought was weird. Um, so anyway, so they get to the house, uh, like I said, Ethan goes exploring around. He goes back to the main house, him and Sophie are kind of, and you kind of, Connecting and having a good time. She busts out a bag of weed that looks like crap, by the way. Yeah, wow. Like, that was some straight-up <laughs> dirt weed. Like, holy shit. That was ugly. Um, I, at first, when I saw it, I'm like, is that shrooms? Does or, it do? I'm like, is that not Because that don't look like no weed to me. <laughs> um, And then uh, Sophie decides to go explore, and she finds the guest house, and she finds Ethan in the guest house. And Which, uh, which was strange, because he was just in the house. Yeah. So they can ha continue their night, have a good time. They make loves and things are going so well. Sophie says, hey, do you think we should, or one of them says, do you think we should spend the night here? And she goes, can we? And he goes, why not? So she goes, I'll go get some blankets. So Sophie goes back to the house and finds Ethan asleep on the couch. Yes. And says, how'd you get back here so fast? And Ethan says, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she says, knock it off. We not, were just in the guest house. Not funny. And he's like, okay. She goes, did we not just have sex in the guest house? And he's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, fucking knock it off. And I thought that was <laughs> weird. Uh, I think then they went to bed because she was like, you're freaking me out. Stop talking about it. That's weird. And then so he gets the next morning, he gets up and he goes to the guest house and he's poking around. And uh, Sophie and Sophie pop up making him breakfast or something like that. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. After they got into that fight, my bad. After they got in the fight about, I didn't have sex to do. He goes into the guest house to poke around. He falls asleep in the guest house. He wakes up the next morning in the guest house. Sophie's in the kitchen making him bacon and eggs. And he's <laughs> like, hey, sorry about our fight. Uh, let's, you know, they talk about it. Go, That's weird. Let's just move on. But didn't we learn earlier that he doesn't eat bacon? You know, it, it, it's the part where, where that came in. It, it, it was somewhere there where we find out that he either doesn't make bacon or she doesn't make bacon or something. She doesn't like him to eat bacon, so she doesn't make bacon. So the fact that this second Sophie's cooking a bacon, we're like, wait a minute. Yeah, he's like, uh, OK. And, and obviously a key point to remember for later on is bacon. Yeah. So he's like, OK. I remember he goes to the back of the house for some reason. Suspicious. He doesn't see his Sophie in the house. And then he's poking around and then all of a sudden she comes, she hears the toilet flush and she comes out of the bathroom and he's like, wait a minute, you're just in the guest house. And he's like, no, I'm, I've been right here. That's weird. So they go out in the yard in front of the house and she's, he's like, you were just in that house. She's like, no, I wasn't. You're stop being weird. You're being crazy. He goes, okay, just like you think I had sex with you last night in the house. Yeah. Uh, don't you think it's weird that I think you were just in that house making bacon and eggs? And they're like, I think so. So they decide to go and investigate. <sighs> she goes in first because he goes you were just in there making bacon and eggs she goes in sophie's not in there but ethan's in there now doing sit-ups on the floor which is like uh without right. glasses right and she, and she spends some time and it comes out then he goes back in and she's there and they're like what the fuck 
Oh, but when they went in together, no one was there. Yeah. So then they're like, fuck this shit. You see them packing their bags and they're on the road. Yep. And that's so where they end this, up at the diner. At diner. And that's where they kind of like, now you can tell, like at, at this point, I can tell that Sophie's a little more intrigued. It more intrigued and more the one who has to talk um, him into this. Um, he's very reluctant about this. He's basically like, let's just, fuck? let's just bounce. And it's basically her who's extremely intrigued by this that ends up talking him into kind of like, let's test this out and see what the yeah. hell's going on. Basically, at first, they're like, let's just go move on and not forget about this and never talk about it again. Right. Okay. She's and that's like, yeah, and that no, was mostly no his way. stance too. Yeah. And she's like, okay, nope, sorry. There's no way I can not think about it. I mean, that's true. Come on. Can you really not think about it the rest of your life? Can right. You really not be like, what the fuck was that? Hey, remember that one time? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't forgot about that one time because I think about it all the time. Thanks. <laughs> so they decide to go back and explore it. And their versions of exploring it are very different. Are very different. He's definitely more analytical, analytical and investigative. Trying to be where, like, what the fuck is going on? Where she had a really good time that first night. She met the Ethan guest house. We'll call him Ethan B. Uh, yeah, it's funny. I was, a and B. I, I was calling them other. So yeah, yeah, other, yeah. Exactly. Other Ethan and other Sophie. That's right, how okay. I have in my notes. <laughs> okay, we'll do that. Others then. So, you know, the first night she met, had hung out with other Ethan. She spent a whole evening with them. She had an intimate moment with them. You know, she had a better time in there. Whereas Ethan's first experience was like, what the fuck is this? Why are you cooking me bacon and eggs? What's going on? Right. So they go back. They poke around a little bit and decide, okay, we're going to stay and explore, but we're going to set some ground rules. Yep. No which intimacy, all, which all got broken. Yeah, uh, we're going to share our experiences, tell each other what went on. And if at one point any of us want to bail, we bail. Right. So they go you, back. You know, and, that wasn't going to last. Yeah. So they go back and like the first time Ethan's like, OK, let's just go in there for like 15 minutes or whatever. And she ends up spending, spending, spending way more time. So move the story along. Ethan or, or Sophie ends up falling in love with other Ethan. So yeah. at this point, I thought that the others in the guest house were just going to be the real version that, that, that they really wanted out of their partner. It was like, this is the partner okay. I really want. This is my ideal partner living in this guest house. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I really didn't know what we were dealing with until they started to kind of like open up that onion a little bit. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I didn't know why. I just thought that, okay, the, the yeah. guest house version, others, the others is going to be like, oh, this is the perfect husband I always wanted, and this is the perfect wife I always wanted. But real Ethan didn't really ever let other Sophie, he didn't connect with her. He didn't get, he didn't let her in. No, he was just he trying was, to figure out what the fuck was going he on. He was always very, so he was always very um, skeptical. Uh, he liked going in skeptical. there, asking questions, seeing what yeah. they knew. He was seeing, skeptical, and he was definitely still trying to retain his relationship with his real Sophie. The crazy thing is, this was one of them was in the guest house. It was like, it was automatically locked and the other one couldn't get in. It was like, yeah. So if he was in there and Ethan was trying to get in, all the doors were automatically locked. Couldn't although, although it's interesting that there was that one point where Sophie's getting a, um, a uh, shoulder massage from other Ethan and other Ethan or, or in real Ethan sees him through the window. Yeah. So he was, I, I think that's the only. Oh no, he was banging on the door. He just banged down the door enough to make her open the door, and then she got pissed because made him leave. Well, no, but there, there, there was, oh. there was. She could, see, he could look through the window. He, he looked oh, through yeah, the window. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And he saw himself. And it. at that point, that's the first time that like he can see himself, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um. Until obviously, you know, 
midway, if not later in the movie where yeah. they all kind of get together. So basically, Sophie's spending a lot more time in there. She starts sneaking off to the guest house without telling Ethan. She's obviously not telling real Ethan what's really going on. Getting texts from other Ethan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know where he got a phone. I guess, I guess that was his own phone, I guess. Yeah, th- there's there's a few things where it's like, um, huh? so, That's so yeah, because other Ethan like is so other Ethan's phone is not the same phone Ethan has, but then. I don't know. My well, bigger my bigger question was when when the when the when the when this onion starts to unravel and like he gets on the computer and starts yeah, yeah, to, yeah. you know, and he starts so to like, hear yeah. those things. So, you know, you know, really, Ethan's totally suspicious. He's like, you know, just, you know. Oh, so at one point. You know, really, Ethan's pissed off at how much time his wife is spending out there not telling him he could see her at one point. He sees her through the window come out of the guest house and she was going to come back in the real house, but she stops, looks, goes back into the guest house. He, he goes, she's choosing him over me. Um, so he sneaks into the guest house. He tells her he's going to the store oh and he God. sneaks into the guest house and yeah. times it to where they both walk in at the same time. And he pretends to be other Ethan. Yeah. And they make love. Yeah. He takes and his then, glasses off. Yeah. He, he, he tussles his hair a little bit to look more like other Ethan. And at this point, he's pissed because they weren't supposed to have an intimacy in there or these other people. And she was definitely doing that. And then yeah. so <laughs> just the look and the sound of his voice when he comes back from, quote unquote, the store that was closed. And of course, she doesn't tell him shit when he yeah. comes back. And he's he's just like fucking pissed. Yeah. He's like, so now he knows he's losing his wife to this chick and to this dude, to this dude. And yeah, sorry. And uh are they I don't remember how they started fighting or whatever, but they're out in the yard talking about what's going on and they walk. Oh, she's he says, I can see what's happening. You're falling for him. What's going to happen when we go back into the real world? And she says, I'm not going back. She wants to stay at the house. She wants to stay at the fucking house with other Ethan, other Ethan. So at that point, they turn around, they walk in the house and guess who's sitting in the house? other Ethan and other Sophie. So, so at that point, did he already go to the other part of that, um, that office where he was listening to the audio or was that after it was after that? Sorry. I don't know why there's hammering going on. I think they're building, building shelves. Sorry about that. I can barely hear it. Um, what was I going to say? Um, Da, 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 da. Oh, this is the first time all four have been in the same room. Sophie's never seen the other version of herself before, but Ethan has seen him through the windows. Yeah. Um, before, when real Ethan was in investigation mode, when he was in the guest house with other Sophie, he would say stuff like, hey, do you want to go on a hike? Do you want to do this? And she was like, no, I'll just stay here. I'll stay here and read. I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to take a shower. They would never, the others would never leave the house. Right. It seemed like they couldn't. Yeah. So the fact that we turn around and they're sitting in the living room is a no shit situation because yeah. now they can get out of the guest house and they're sitting there in front of their face. Yeah. So other Ethan starts to be like, hey, I figured it's time we all met. <laughs> yeah, which is uh, OK. So now I'm having a, a, a little bit of a flashback. So at this point, um, Ethan is is realizing that this other Ethan has been calling his family calling his friends and kind of like we see Ethan in an orchard one day. Yeah. And all of a sudden his phone, like kind of they're out in the middle of nowhere, I think. So it catches up and he's got like three voicemails and it's his family and friends going, Hey, thanks for calling me at two in the morning and asking me a bunch of stupid questions about our life that you already know. And then his mom calls and goes, Hey, I just called because that was a weird conversation we had yesterday. I want to make sure you're okay. 
And then one of her friends calls up and goes, dude, we grew up on Parker Street. I hope that helps. Bye. So basically, we knew that somebody else was calling his friends and family and asking them questions about his life. Yeah. Which he should already know. And, and so he ends up confronting Sophie there was, about there it. There was and- one point. Here's <laughs> here's what I think happened. There's one point where Ethan left his phone in the guest house and hit it on record because he wanted to hear what Sophie and other Ethan were doing. That's okay. how I think other Ethan probably got his friends and family's phone numbers. If probably I think he called him on that phone. Oh, okay. otherwise, why the fuck would they answer? That makes and sense. Then he went in there to find look for the phone and he couldn't find it. And he but he ran into other Sophie and ended up having a conversation with her. And it almost as it was done. She goes, oh, wait, here, I found your phone. <laughs> so I think they were in, you know, they were in on that. And like, we need to find, you know, talk to the family, find out personal information about them. So so let me ask you this question. Um, At any point when they're sitting across from each other, right? Did you get the impression like, oh, shit, like other Ethan is going to bang Sophie and other Sophie. No, I thought like, like a rumble was going to go down. Oh, okay. Cause there was, like, there was the Titans some or something. Kind of like I don't know. You thought there was going to be a threesome. Thing. Yes. There was some kind of like flirty energy. There was there. definitely tension between the Sophie's that well, at, well, they were sitting there. There wasn't so much tension as it was like, it was kind of flirty and stuff. It wasn't until they were in the kitchen where you can tell like other Sophie was kind of like, Fuck you, real Sophie. Yeah. So I think what happened was that was the first time real Sophie was seeing other Sophie. So I think yes. that's why she was just like gazed on her, just like, oh, look at all the things she did different and just fascinated by her kind of. And then when both Sophies are in the kitchen, real Sophie asked other Sophie, you know, uh, she said something like, I don't remember other Sophies, something like, oh, let me guess, you agreed to talk about your experiences, whatever, you know, because all the couple, they, they'd been there a while, they knew what was going on. And, and real Sophie says, yeah, so do you guys talk about your experiences? And she goes, "I'm. are you more concerned what what your Ethan and I shared or me yes. knowing about what you shared with my Ethan? Yeah. And that's when real Sophie didn't say anything. And she goes, I think it's one more than the other. So yeah. she's like, you ain't getting my man, bitch. Yeah. And by the way, finish some dishes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. <laughs> so, um uh, they spend the weird evening together. Um. Ethan too also reveals what Ethan was. Oh, Ethan, yeah. Other Ethan revealed how it wasn't him that made love to Sophie that second time. Oh yes, yeah. When at Ethan the, at the snuck table. in, when real Ethan snuck in the cottage. Yeah. And, so now, guess what? Sophie's not happy. Now, now real Sophie's pissed because she was lied to, even though uh you ha- you were cheating on your husband. Here's yeah. the funny thing. So she's cheating on her husband, and they're there because he cheated on her. So at this point, they're even. I think so. I mean, it's so weird that like, I don't know, man, it's it's it. it this movie is so weird when it comes to that, because it's like at first I'm like, well, are they cheating? Because it's him. But then like you find out that it's technically not him, you know, so so, yeah. so there's that part where like it, I, th- I think it came before this part where Ethan breaks into um, Ted Dan, which no, no, presume- was right after this. Oh, it was so right after got, this. They got into the fight about. Okay when other Ethan revealed that, hey, that wasn't me you slept with the other day. That was real Ethan, and he didn't tell you. So now Sophie was pissed. So um, at which point Sophie won, uh, Sophie and Ethan won to leave. He goes to the guest cottage to investigate and finds a computer with files of different couples' names. Hmm. All lists of different couples' names, and they have sound recordings on them of voices. Uh, He locates, he finally finds a file that says Sophie and Ethan. 
And what we hear on it is a lot of their conversations with Ted, uh, with Counselor Ted was on there, but we hear people learning to talk like them, yeah. learning to sound like their voice. Yeah. It's like, what were they saying? It's like, I am Ethan. Mm-hmm. I, I am Sophie. Sophie. I am mm-hmm. Ethy. And it I seems, and, and it seems, you can like, hear the voices change. Change. Yeah. Now, the, the funny thing is, is that when I was looking up the facts, uh, like, like movie facts about this movie, that, so, um, you know, in, on the computer, there's folders called the couple's names, right? So there was one called uh, Ted and Mary. Oh, I didn't see that. And then there was Kobe and Vanessa. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, what we totally forgot to mention, too, was at one point when Ethan's snooping around the guest house, he finds a guest book. It's like an iPad guest book of supposedly previous couples that have been there. And all these couple pictures of them happy and the comments like saved our marriage. We're so happy we came, you know, and then the second time he looks through the book at the end is a photo of him and Sophie and the bottom saying how they saved their marriage. And Ethan's like, I didn't take this picture, but there's already a picture of them in the book. Right. Saying how happy they were. We're so happy. So happy. So now Ethan finds himself stuck in the guest house and now he can't get out. He can't at that point, get I was out. like, oh, shit. Yep. But, but. The two Sophies and Ethan are, you know, having a good old time. Have a good old, evening. good old time. They're going to go for a, a hike. Um, oh, wait, so he, she's he's stuck all night all night in the guest house. Uh, the next he wakes up in there and because um, Sophie, too, comes in and tells him you're trapped in here. I'm the only one that can let you out. Right. So now she is finally explaining to him. She explains that the. the residing couple the other sophie and ethan must drive a wedge between the visiting couple causing the visiting couple to fall out of love and only then can the residing couple leave when the visiting couple is then trapped in the estate until the new visitors are arrive and have to do the same thing to them jesus <laughs> but unexpectedly other ethan has fallen in love with real sophie and he wants to leave with her we find that we find that only two people can leave at one time yeah and and others and other sophie well, you know, is in, it seems like she's in love with other Ethan. Yes, she said he she he explains to him, you know, you can only two people can leave and I'm going to help you guys escape. And Ethan's like, why? And she says, I would rather he knows her, her husband's in love with the real Sophie, but said, I would rather be stuck here with him than have him leave with her. Right. So he, she says, I'm going to help you. Right. So then the two Sophies and the then fake Sophie goes back up to the house and and says, you know, oh, Ethan's in the guest house. I think we should give him some space, give him some time. He's having a, he's having some issues. So they're like, okay, fine, let's all go for a hike. And other Sophie says, I don't have any clothes. They're all in the other guest house. Um, do you have anything I could wear? I love that real Sophie just happened to have an exact replica of the outfit that she was wearing. Well, when you travel, you tend to 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 you know pack the same clothes twice, right? <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I've bought in like the same shirt twice, like and have like two of them, but I don't think I've ever packed them on it. A- to take them the same way at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> like a backup situation. Right. Like, oh shit, like that that one's now old. I'm gonna wear that one. But it's not like you're gonna take both on vacation. Right. So yeah, Sophie's other Sophie's are like, uh, yeah, I need some clothes. Real Sophie goes, Oh, I have something. And the other Sophie goes, I like that shirt. Do you have anything like that? And real Sophie goes, <laughs> I happen to have another one. So she has the exact same outfit. So guess what? Now real Sophie and other Sophie are now dressed exactly the same. So dun, now dun, we dun. know what's gonna happen. Yep. Who the fuck is the real Sophie? Yeah. Were you trying to keep track at this point? Yes. So while real so fake Sophie comes back downstairs, sees back Ethan there, 
fake Ethan, other Ethan, and other Ethan goes, oh, did you find her some clothes? So other <laughs> Ethan thinks she's real Sophie, and she's not. She's other Sophie. Now she's pissed. Yeah. You don't even know who's me. In the meantime, uh, others, other, other, uh, real Ethan's upstairs. He grabs real Sophie, explaining to her what's going on. He's not me. He's trying to leave with, with you. You're trying to leave me here. We need to get out of here. So downstairs, playing other Sophie, playing as real Sophie, says, you know, yeah, let's go. And other Ethan's like, yeah, I love you. I want to be with you. Goes to kiss her. Ooh, other Sophie's pissed. Womp, womp, womp. Gets all weepy and shit. Then he realized that wasn't her. Nope. Not even um, a little bit. Then we see the real Ethan and Sophie come downstairs, or they go upstairs, and now they're all fighting and other Ethan is telling real Sophie, come on, let's go. Other Ethan is already, or real Ethan is already told Sophie, I love you. You're my wife. I want to make this work no matter what. Please choose me. So now the two Ethans are fighting, which is always fun. <laughs> <laughs> who's who? Oh, wait, I know who's who. But it's interesting because at this point, it looks like real Sophie and real Ethan are going to leave together. Right. It looks like he's gotten through to her when he's like, I love you. You're my wife. No matter what, I want to make this happen with you. It yep. looks like he's happy. You know, fake Ethan's going, come on, Soph. Come on. Come with me. Choose me. Finally, he's like, fuck you. Fuck you. Dude. Fuck you. I'm out of here. Yep. So he goes to sprint for the driveway. And Real so, Ethan yeah. Uh, so other Ethan is running through the driveway and you're thinking that like he's oh, shit. What's going like, to happen? Like, oh, shit. Like he's going to get away and he's going to be get and and. and real Ethan's going to get stuck with both right, Sophie's. But we, but we did remember other Sophie said only two people can leave at a time. Right. So but that, that was definitely not going through his brain when he was running. No, he was just making a run for it. So we see real Ethan run after him and we see both Sophie's dressed exactly the same, come out the front door. And as other Ethan runs towards the driveway, he runs into the, I call it the hunger games, magnetic force field. <laughs> and, like straight up, like wham knocks his ass out force field. He's, he's on the ground. He's bleeding from the ear. The Sophie's run up and are looking at him. And Ethan's like looking at them. One of them's looking at fake Ethan on the ground. One of them is looking at real Ethan. Kind of gives him a smile. Yeah. And he grabs that one and they bolt out of there. Yep. And then so they get in the car. What they were drive. you thinking at that point? Did you think he had the right one? Did you have any idea? Uh, my gut told me that he had that it was the wrong one, even though like he had just talked, this is, this is where I kind of have a problem with it because they were literally in the house and he had talked his real Sophie into let's get the fuck out of here. Like we got to go. And he convinced her. And next thing you know, like why would real Sophie like tend to him and stay behind? You so know? yeah, one of them, one of the Sophie's is looking at home. He knocked down on the ground. One of them's looking at Ethan. Yeah. And, and it's almost like, like she's like, Looking down at him, but not making eye contact with real Ethan, where the the other Sophie or the one who chose to make eye contact with Ethan is the one he picked. (laughs) Right. Right. And and she was smiling at him. So he takes her by the hand. They get the fuck out of there. They pass by. Oh, they call they call the therapist. Say, hey, we know what's up. We're coming. We're coming to you right now. We're coming to you now, motherfucker. Guess who's not there? The only thing there, which I thought was interesting, was a white piano. I think them hitting them notes in the beginning was, I think, I almost think that's kind of how they were hypnotized. So you think it was a hypnotic kind of? Kind of. Okay. Yeah. I mean, at one point when Ethan's grilling the other Sophie's like, are you a robot? Are you an illusion? Are you a spirit? What and, the she's, fuck? And, and she's, and she's just like, kind of like, I'm a real person. 
Yeah. And what, well, well the, the interesting is that she's kind of like a little bit of stone face with a kind of like a smirk. And, and she's then, still, I'm your wife. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, I know that because I'm your wife. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh shit. Like what the fuck? Um, so, so yeah. So then they go by a counselor place. His place is gone out there. They go so, home. And then they get assume. Yeah. Yeah. They just cuts to the next scene and they're in bed just being goofy and stuff and talking about whatever. Um, have some playful banter. Yeah. And then he asked what she plans on making for breakfast. She said, oh, how about I make you some breakfast? He goes, oh, get out of here. What a treat. Okay. Yeah. So she goes downstairs and he says, what are we making? And he's, she says, bacon I, thought and eggs. I thought I'd make some bacon and eggs. And then it's that moment where he's like in the bed and you can see. Like, the, fuck, which one did I grab? Like the, the conflict in his head, like, oh, shit, like. Okay, maybe this is other Sophie, but there's almost like this like brief moment before he stands up where he kind of just makes peace with it and just like, okay, like it's working. I'm not going to fucking deal with this again. Like, I, you know, I have I have my quote unquote real Sophie now. Right. Um, So do you think he got real Sophie or or other Sophie? I think he got other Sophie. I thought he got uh, same. I thought he got other Sophie at, at first, too, and was just like, fuck it. But after the second watch, he got real Sophie. Why, why do you say that? I'll tell you exactly why. Okay. When the two Sophies, when other Ethan is running towards the unknown force field uh-huh. and both of the Sophies run out of the house. Yes. The Sophie on the left asks the Sophie on the right, what's going to happen? Okay. And she goes, I don't know. So the fake Sophie would not ask the real Sophie what's going to happen, right? So we know right. the real Sophie's on the left. Okay. If we assume they don't cross paths when they're running down the end of the driveway, it was the Sophie on the left that was looking him in the eyes and gave him the smile, and that's the one he chose. I think at the end she decided not to be a bitch, and they both decided to be better people and let that motherfucker eat bacon and eggs. Oh, interesting. Huh. Hmm. Because on the rewatch, I was really trying to keep an eye on the both of them and try and find something to differentiate. Right. And keep an eye on the whole time. The only thing was like one, the, the fake Sophie, other Sophie, her hair was always a little bit more done, was a little bit more quaffed. Yeah. Oh, I like the, the I like the way you wear, you wear your hair. But they were wearing it kind of the same at the end. It's still the, yeah. uh, the real Sophie's hair was a little bit more messy. And also okay. that just by going on the question there. Yeah. I, really, I mean... The, yeah, other Sophie wouldn't ask real Sophie what's going to happen. I, I, I mean, it, it, I think it makes more sense that it is the real Sophie only because of that that part at the end where, like I said, that she was talking. She had been talked into. Let's get the fuck out of here. Right. And she was on board. And 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 other Sophie was more about wanting to stay with other Ethan. Because she said, I would rather stay here with him than let him leave with somebody else. Right. So that. If, if 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 your theory is right, then that makes sense because yeah. other wanted to stay with other, real wanted to stay with real. They got the fuck out. The part that I'm still kind of conflicted on is the fucking bacon because I don't feel... I, I, I feel like that line was kind of like stitched into the movie in each part just so we knew the difference between real and other. Right. And for her to offer bacon... At the I don't end, know if Ethan ever even did Ethan ever even tell her that the real Sophie was in there cooking bacon? Did she even know yes, that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because he says because he walks into the house and he's like, or into the guest house and it's like, you know, it, it smelled like bacon, like she was making bacon, 
Mm. Like he, he had made a, a deal, you know, an ordeal about it because it was so foreign that her of all people was making bacon. But also, I think because he realized, real Ethan realized other Ethan was, quote unquote, the better version of himself. He's like, he's 20 percent cooler. He's 20 percent. Yes. So I think <laughs> it's funny when he called him like he's 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 more handsome. I'm like, you both look the same. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, I think that while he knew he had to be a better version, I think she probably eventually came to that conclusion, too. OK. So 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 it's like she knew that he had it in him, basically. Sure. To be that other person don't we know that about our spouses i mean the whole one of the whole points in the movie every article i found about it the creators have never said one way or another what the answer is if it was the right so if you're not they it, want it, you to draw your own yeah. conclusion it's it's basically like the end of inception where i don't know if i don't know if you remember i saw it once but i never went back to it because it just confused the shit oh i love that movie um <laughs> but yeah it's like the end of inception where they're spinning the top and and Basically, you know, if the top keeps spinning, then they're still in this like fake world. But if it's if it falls, then it's real life. And then it just kind of like wiggles. And then, it, you know, the, the 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 scene ends. So you don't really know. So you're left to your own kind of vices to figure out. There was one article where Mark Duplass said the ending is not as dark as as you'd think, which will, leads me to believe he he picked the real Sophie. He picked the real one. OK, yeah. Um. Okay. My whole thing about, uh, you know, it's like it was good. It was new, great writing. I thought it gave me something that I couldn't figure out, which I right. always appreciate. You know, when I think it's one thing and you take me another way. Cool. Kudos sure. on you. Um, what was the real point? Like, what would the so the real the other Sophie told real Ethan. We have to drive a wedge between you. That's the best way to get you guys to stay so that we could leave. So we, we can leave. Yeah. But then what like them leaving and, and, and assuming. No, I think when they leave, they got to be themselves again. Maybe okay. that's how maybe that's the whole point of the retreat is not the whole breaking down of the couple, but you working as a couple together to get out. And now once you leave, you're happy together, you know. So maybe the the, the point of the retreat wasn't for the vis the visiting couple, but it was for the couple that's already there. So. OK, but uh, so so in relation to the part where they where he's listening to them, uh, where Ted Danson is basically coax, you know, coaching these people. So are you to assume that those people did not know that they were being coached to be? other? Oh, people? yeah. No, I think the coaching happens after you already stuck in the guest house, because I think Ted goes, OK, here's the files. Here's the new couple that's coming in. Here's the information about them. Here's what they sound like. Here's, you know, let's get you to learn how to talk like them and shit like that. Okay. Yeah, see, that, that that's the part where I was like, okay, now I'm a little like trying to figure out the whole Ted scheme with this because how did these people get stuck or did they get stuck um, or did they know they were going to get stuck? Um, I don't think they knew they were going to get stuck, but once okay. they are stuck... Then he tries to coach, coach them. Then they into, have to, then, you know, then they realize how they, ha how they have to get out. Like, I, then I feel like that's the real bonding part is you have to figure out as a couple how to, how to get out. And I think just what each couple learns on the previous is they just go on the same notion as the best way to break them down is to get them to fight, to get them to, you know, to fight. Right. And, and then for some reason they said, but I also, she said, I said something about you have to want to stay. 
because it wasn't until so real Sophie says, I don't want to leave. I want to stay. And at that point, they could get out of the guest house. And fake other Sophie even said, look, it's a real Ethan. Look, do you remember at the beginning? I couldn't get out of here. Now I can get in the guest house. We're closer to leaving because she wants to stay. So I don't know right. how you would get a fighting couple to want to stay. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe each couple has their own ways of doing it. You know, each, uh, the guest house couple, each other's couple. Maybe uh, they have their own way of doing it, but the best way to get them to fight one way or another, and they realize that, I don't know, that's how we get out. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. Did, did you, let me ask you this question, because this is, this is kind of where I, I'm stuck with, I don't know what to rate this movie. So, so this question kind of goes with that. Did you feel yourself rooting for anybody? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I was. I think I was rooting for the real couple to get out of there. So, I don't know if I was rooting for anybody. I don't know that I normally root for people in movies, though. Well, th but that's the thing. We're kind of in a situation where you have two real versions of people and two fake versions of people. And so once I found out they were they were one of the past couples stuck there and trying to get out, do I root for them now? No, I'm not invested in them. You're not invested in them, but also like real Ethan's kind of like. He's, I don't know. I, I I didn't find myself rooting for real Ethan, even though he was the one with the most to lose. Um, one of yeah. the interesting articles I read on this was talking about how at the beginning of the relationship, everybody is trying to be something they're not. You're because they they started off with well, we first met, we met at a party, we ended up sneaking out and jumping into someone's pool that night, and we got caught, and it was fun. So they're saying like everybody at the beginning of the relationship is always pretending to be a little bit cooler, a little bit something than they're not. And then yeah. once you get married and you kind of everyday life kind of breaks down, you see the real people. Right. Actually, um, just just a word of the wise. I've always been this cool. Just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just always. That's a forever that's cool thing. No fronts. I didn't put on no fronts. You knew no. what you were getting into. Nope. Yep. If you if you stuck around, that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, yeah, so I, you know, that's a good point because at the, be at the very beginning, we do get that kind of like, um, um, they're longing for something that they had yeah, at the beginning. Yeah. Where you definitely get a different, um, and, I, and feel I'm for the that's not something that's uncommon that, that I'm sure all couples go through that. Sure. I know we did a while, you know, probably 10 years ago or whatever. Sure. Up on 19 years this year. Wow. Holy fuck sticks. I think we're on fifth. We're going to be. 15 together 10 minutes. I asked them I said hey if the world's open up again next year let's plan like a trip to Hawaii or something dude like, like she she that's the first thing she was telling me last year she's like we're gonna be 10 on and and and, and 15 or 15 on and five married like we should do some shit um, <laughs> and I'm like oh yeah maybe um but yeah you know it's it's interesting because you know it's new love you know it's when you're new love like you know the the world seems endless and you're just kind of skipping through your days and 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 you know I, everything's exciting everything's exciting and, and, and real it, life hits wah, and then well wah. yeah the dust <laughs> settles and and you know and and you kind of just start to settle into your real life and and maybe that's why i was rooting for real ethan and real sophie really yeah okay you wanted the married couple to stick it out that's what yeah. it's all about yeah, uh, you not know, about I, being a fucking exciting all the time. Well, it's, about, because, it's about being able to sit with a motherfucker when you ain't doing shit. Yeah. What, what's that line in uh, Pulp Fiction when, when you just get uh, uncomfortable silence. silence? Yeah. Yeah. Just sit there and just not say a fucking thing or whatever. Um, you know, it's interesting because I like I, I, I didn't feel myself rooting for real Ethan. 
Um, <laughs> but I also didn't feel like I was rooting for other real... Ethan was douchey. Well, other Ethan was douchey. And, and honestly, I wasn't rooting for real Sophie to find real love with fake whoever, because she was just basically like, you know, this is an easy fix. I'm going to stick with this guy because it's an easy fix to what the problems we had. So yeah. I wasn't really rooting for her right. to, to run off and have this mystical life together with this guy. But I also wasn't rooting for him to kind of get her back when, you know, to that point, he just was just like, I don't know. There wasn't really. We didn't. Anything. We didn't get into the real why. We don't even know why he cheated. Really, he didn't really ever get into the specifics. That was one of the issues because right, he never really told her that. But yet, other Ethan told her that. Other Ethan told her exactly what the fuck she wanted to hear all the time. Right. Yeah. So he was more. Yeah, he was definitely a smooth. Maybe talker it's because that. he cheated, you weren't on his side, and we knew that from the beginning that he was a little douchey. <sighs> Maybe it just he just didn't seem very like. You know, it's it's like you, you, you quickly you see the differences between the two Ethans, you know, on that first night where he's now he's high. They're fooling around. They're having great conversations. And then she wakes it. You know, she wakes up real Ethan on the couch. And he's like, whoa, huh? yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't really trying anything, you know, trying to make things better. He was just fell asleep on the fucking couch like, you know, like the fucking she bailed sh- on him, though. She went to the guest house. How long? She spent a lot of fucking time in there. I guess you should have gone down there. Maybe he didn't. Well, but this was at the beginning. This was at the yeah. very beginning. This was like, like the beginning, beginning, like the first time that she's with yeah, fake, yeah. fake Ethan. Yeah. You know, so she, I mean, as far as she's concerned, she's with real Ethan. She don't know no different. Well, yeah. Than, but I'm just saying like, you know, the fact that he fell asleep on the couch, where the fuck did she go? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. But yeah, it was, I don't, I don't know. Like that, that, it's, it's the perplexing part of this movie for me. And I'm still trying to figure it out even is that, as much as I like the premise of it and the 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 originality of it and the, the fact that like here's this scenario that we've never seen before, which I really liked. I I don't know. I don't know if I was rooting for any specific combination of these people to it's funny be that you asked me that because like I said, I don't really I don't I never thought about it before. Like I don't know that I root for people in a movie. I'm more like I watch it as like to see where you're gonna take me. Where is this going? Right, but but in in the, I guess in the, we're all in the simplicity of of making movies is that yeah. there has to be somebody that we're rooting for, even if even if they're an asshole, if they're a charismatic charismatic asshole, you're 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 rooting for the charismatic asshole because he's charismatic. Um, there's always something to pull you to say, okay, I'm behind this person's cause, or I'm behind this person, or whatever. Um, with the, neither one of these couples did i feel that except for maybe sympathetic to fake sophie because you know she ended up did falling in love with real real ethan um or fake ethan or fake ethan no 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 real uh, uh i'm sorry i meant fake sophie uh, you know fell in love with fake ethan right so she was well they were together of, they were already a couple right um and she wanted to husband. keep that yeah but you know, obviously, say, the- make a note to ask me the next movie we review who I rooted for. Let's see. Okay. Like I said, I don't, I don't know if I normally find myself rooting for somebody the, the, or not. Well, it's, 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 it, it, I know we're supposed to. I totally get what you're saying. That's the whole yeah. point in writing. There's somebody you got to get behind, but I don't, yeah. I don't necessarily know if I watch movies that way. I think I watch them totally different. Because what was the last movie we were watching? Um, so Annabellum, you know, same thing. Like, were we really um, rooting was for her? rooting for her? Not so much. Right. <laughs> Or the movie before that, Palm Springs, like we were rooting for, you know, them to get out of their situation, you know. Um, I don't know, you know that I was. 
Well, he Andy enjoyed his situation. He enjoyed his situation, but he was very. The you you ended up giving a shit about him, right? And then you ended up giving shit about both of them, and then you really yeah, fit, so. and then you. So you're kinda, saying you didn't give a shit about any of these people, any of these characters? I, I I'm not saying I didn't. I just I'm I'm still conflicted on how you felt about them. How I felt about them. There we go. Yeah. Ooh, see, to me, that's good writing. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's it, but but at the end of the movie, I need to you know the conclusion that you're getting is like, well, you know, the first thing I thought was okay, f- real Ethan ended up with fake Sophie. Mm-hmm. He deserves that thought too. He deserved that. <laughs> you know, like he deserves to be with. I think though, Sophie. I think that if real Ethan ended up with fake Sophie, that would have been a win on his part. Because then now you're just stuck with somebody who's just gonna, you know, grab, you know. Okay, if if it was the scenario that the version in the guest house is the perfect version of that partner that I want, yeah. then real Ethan would have won with fake Sophie because I just have my version of a perfect wife. But that's not the case because fake Sophie was her own person. Fake, yeah. If she would have left as Sophie, she would have just had to be playing another fucking role this whole time. And right. in real life, she would have just had to continue that forever. Yeah, she would have, she yeah. Whereas but, if real Sophie ran off with fake Ethan, she liked that version of him and she would have been totally fine. We don't even know if real Ethan liked fake Sophie because he didn't really bond with her or get to spend any time with her at all. He was just always trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. Yeah. But, you know, it's, but, but fake Sophie definitely was the one person that you, you, you realized wanted to get the hell Maybe out of that's there. That's who we were rooting for is fake Sophie. I think uh, yeah. the most. Yeah, yeah, you know, because uh, to now me, she's stuck there. We don't know if he, he died. We don't know if he was knocked out. We don't know. Hopefully, he didn't die because I don't think she can run the show on her own. <laughs> right? It's like uh, I'm going to send you to therapy by yourself. She probably could because then she could just be a mistress that drives a wedge. But two people have to leave the property together. So if he died, she's fucked. Yeah, <laughs> or somebody's fucked. Yeah, <laughs> or the whole uh-huh. game plan changes. Now it's just a threesome. Yeah. Well, at that point, you got to call Ted and be like, Ted, can you explain to us? And we don't know where he is now. So now that he's gone, does the guest house whole thing blow up? Is that done? Does he take his magical powers and move somewhere else? Do you still think there's any magic involved? Because, like, I mean, okay, we know that they learned their voices somehow, but how the fuck did they look exactly like them all the time? Well, I mean, there had to be some sort of magic because as soon as fake Ethan started running for the for the hills, he hit something. Oh, and yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, you're and, right. You know, you hit and again, that. I think it, I almost think it was like a hypnosis type thing with that. I think the, that fucking the, the piano notes played something had something to do with it. OK. Yeah. So, OK, so then that if 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 OK, so let's think if the piano had them was some sort of hypno hypnosis. Maybe they're hypnotized from the moment they left Ted's office. They were hypnotized from the moment they left Ted's office. And then when they saw these other people the circumstances of that environment made them think that it was themselves. Now, to your point, if both of the real people left, then that makes more sense. Then they get to be them real selves. Right. Because they weren't really, they didn't really turn into Sophie and Ethan. They, Sophie and Ethan just thought that's what they were singing. Yes. So then when the real couple gets to leave the guest house, they're the real couple. So on that note, if you look at like when he's swiping through the pictures of the guest book and he sees him and Sophie at the end, you have to assume that's in chronological order. So that the couple that was in there before them is the couple that's in the guest house. Right. Okay. Yeah. And at first, the first time I watched it, I thought when Ethan ran into the force field, I thought when he fell, he revealed the real himself. But that's now when I watch, 
when I watched it again, I was like, no, that's probably just Ethan on the ground. It's really just Ethan on the ground. Just a different angle. Yeah, no, I, I thought that I thought I, I thought that the same thing that w- was going to happen as soon as he hit the force field, like you would see who he his real face was. Yeah. But when they showed him, it was still him. He just had like blood cutting coming out of his ear or whatever. It was still mm-hmm. Ethan light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was just at a different angle. It's still, you know, it was the same hair. Same. It was just, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it was him. Well, you know, it's 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 interesting because of, of all the movies that we've reviewed in in this format. Right. I think this is the one we've talked about the most because it was so intriguing. So mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to talk negative about the movie because I think mm-hmm. it's done exactly what it's done. Um, but it's 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 definitely to me in the vein of like being John Malkovich mm-hmm. and Eternal uh, Sunshine, which to me, if I remember correctly, when I first saw those movies, I felt kind of the same way and it took me multiple viewings to fall in love with those movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so I'm curious to, to see if, 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 and when I do revisit this movie, if my feelings about the movie change. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to have as much love for it as I did those two movies. Yeah. I would definitely recommend it to people at least watch it one time and tell yeah. me what you thought about it. I don't know that I would, now that I watched it twice and went back with a fresh eye knowing what's going on, I don't think that I need to watch it again. Okay. I did think it was very well written. I think the acting was great. Yeah. I think um, I love the fact that there was very few actors in this whole fucking movie. It, it's kind of like I appreciate when there's a band with less people in it doing because I feel like it's less people doing so much more. Yeah. Um, well, they, they you left the heavy lifting to basically two and a half people. Yeah. So I'm giving their movie a three out of four. I'm giving it three because I, I, it kept me intrigued. It kept me guessing and I didn't know what was going on. And again, all of that, the fact that it was fucking filmed at Ted and Mary's house. I love that. Yeah. And again, the fact that I would recommend it and tell people to watch it. Okay. I'm going to go. If you were to ask me if I should watch Antebellum, I would just say, no, pick something else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I think there's rewatch value in this one. I mean, even if it is two times, that's a rewatch, which you did. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, do you think you're going to go back and watch it? At some point, I think yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I will revisit it with Annabellum. Look, I told I'd seen the movie. I yeah. told you about it. We decided to, <laughs> to, 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 to review it. And then I didn't go back and see it. I just went back on like mental notes about watching the movie. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm going to agree with you and give it the three and a half. Oh, you're, I went three. You're going three. Oh, and three. And a half. No, 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 no. Three. Okay. Three air horns. Um, I'll give go with the, that. Give it the three. Boy, 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 boy. There boy, you go. Boy, boy. No. Boy, boy, there you go. There we go. <laughs> I have to count. Like, like it's funny. I, I keep wanting to like look for a, a, an official air, air horn. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like you know I used to have it on my iPad when we were doing this like on an iPad, so it was easy to just kind of like fill it in. But yeah. now that we're like professional and stuff with real mics and headphones and computers and 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 real sound effect. Wow, we're so we've we've grown as a podcast. I must say. We are almost on episode 100, so I'm, we're gra- almost, I'm glad that we have. I, I'm glad we've done some progression because this all started with the iPad mini in the garage. Right. Um, um, recording over, I think it was the Podbean like thing. Let's save this more for episode 100. I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm so reminiscing, <laughs> reminiscing right now. already. When they reminisce over you for real. Let's uh, figure out what the next movie we should watch is. There are um, four on our list. All right. So give me the four and I will. Let's see. Okay. Here's what we got. Okay. Um, I already watched this movie. I 
and I want your opinion on it. It just came out on Netflix like a week or so ago called I Care A Lot with Rosamund Edmonds and Peter Dinklage. Okay, yeah, I've seen that preview quite a bit, so maybe we should go with that one. Okay, I'll say there's that, or um, let's do that. And then um, after that, I got a dad-recommended movie that's oh. on Hulu. Yeah, okay, on Netflix, you said, right? The free, yeah, so next week, episode 98, we're going to watch I Care A Lot. You can find it right now on Netflix, starring Rosamund Edmonds, Peter Dinklage, and Diane Weist, who is a badass. It's basically what we know from the trailer is Rosamund Pike plays a woman who is taking advantage of old people and let's say oh. just stealing from them. Let's just say that. She's taking <laughs> and, advantage and com- of old and people. Comedy ensues. <laughs> yeah. It's not a whole lot of comedy. I think it's more of a little uh, a, nah, a thriller. Sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a sarcastic piece of shit. Okay. All right. Then we will watch I Care A Lot on Netflix and I will post that on thegoodysquad.com, which is our Instagram page. And so that way you guys can either watch it or just wait until we watch it and decide if you're going to watch it or not. Well, there you go. I'll say uh, we'll watch it so you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, episode 97, Goody yeah, Squad man. talking about the one I love. Uh, we'll put that one in the books. All right. Until next one, Sheba and X. Ow.